Welcome to the chapter 2 of our book review. And the topic of this chapter is Ego, the current state of humanity. Ego, the current state of humanity. Now from the book, we want to look at what is ego. Ego is that sense of pride, of needing to stand out, the apparent enhancement of oneself when you have more than others, and diminishment when you have less than others. Ego is just all about that sense of pride in you. That sense for you to stand out, for you to, you know, enhance yourself, you know, bring yourself high when you have more than others. You compare yourself to others around you and you have more. You tend to bring yourself high. But then when you now compare yourself to others, you look at others around you and you, are, you have less than they have. You seem to be, in your own judgment, having less than they have. At that point, you diminish yourself. You look down, you try to look down on yourself, or you diminish yourself. That's the simple definition or the simple meaning of ego. Ego isn't wrong, it's just unconscious. The ego in you, it is not wrong. It is in every, every human being. This ego we are talking about is in every human being. It is not a bad thing, but then it is something that you need to understand. And when you understand it, you'll be able to tackle it and use it right for what it's supposed to be. When you observe the ego in yourself, you are beginning to go beyond it. Don't take the ego too seriously. This ego they are talking about, which is that uh, you bringing yourself high when you have more than others, and bringing yourself low when it seems as if you have less than others. When you begin to observe this thing, do not take ego too seriously. When you detect egoism behavior in yourself, smile. At times you can even laugh. Now you can tell yourself, how could humanity have been taken in by this for so long? Above all, know that ego isn't personal. It isn't who you are. If you consider the ego to be your personal problem, that is just more ego. It isn't personal, it is in every human being. You need to be alert and honest to find out, for example, whether your sense of self-worth is bound up with things you possess. There are some people that their sense of, of self-worth is bound up even in the things that they possess. When they look maybe at themselves, they have more money around them, they have more, more, more possessions, everything, they have their car, nice job and everything. That is when they feel satisfied. But if they now look around themselves, or maybe one of these things is lacking, or they look around, one important thing is not there. They begin to be dejected, they begin to be depressed. They have attached their sense of self-worth even to the things around them. And I tell you, this is abnormal. Now I want to ask some certain questions. Do certain things induce a subtle feeling of importance or superiority? Look at yourself. Are there things in your life that make you look very important or very superior to others? Does the lack of those things make you feel inferior to others who have more than you do? When you now look at yourself, the things that you lack, do those things make you inferior to others, those that have more than you do? Do you casually mention things you own or show them off? To increase your sense of worth in someone else's eyes and through them in your own? Are there times where you begin to show off the things you have or the things you are? You know what makes you up? Just to increase your sense of worth even before the eyes of others? Do you feel resentful or angry and somehow diminish in your sense of self-worth when someone else has more than you or when you lose a prized possession? What happens when you lose something precious? What happens when you lose when you lose some money? What happens when you lose a property? What happens 
when you lose something, maybe a car, something, a job, something that is precious to you, what do you do even at that point? Many people have attached a sense of self-worth even to the things that they possess, even to the things around them. How you are seen by others becomes a mirror that tells you what you are like and who you are. How are you seen by others? And look at the problem with this, the problem with those people, the problem with people that take this ego too seriously is that, oh, because people have a kind of sense of judgment, even for success, they have attached success to some things. Oh, a man that is successful is somebody that has so many cars, that has a very nice job, or that has a very nice business, or that has, that has many things going for him or her. And if you now look at yourself, those things are not there. You term yourself as unsuccessful because the world, the people around you have already defined a certain criteria, certain criteria even for, for success. And if those things are not there, you term yourself as unsuccessful. And many people in this position, they now begin to live all their lives to achieve those things, to pursue those things. Forgetting the issue of purpose, forgetting the issue of destiny, forgetting some more important thing. They live their life just to please the people around them, just to make people feel that they've arrived, just to prove that point that they are also successful. They live all their lives pursuing those things without having that sense of self-worth even in their lives. So this thing, this chapter in summary, is all about ego. Everybody has it and you don't need to feel bad about it, but you need to understand it for you to know how to apply it in your life, how to pursue it, so that you'll not be pursuing things that are necessary just to prove a point, just to please those around you. We stop here at this point. See you in the next chapter.